This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, as I mentioned in the previous segment there at the end, uh, I wanted to, go to, now that the Steelers have re-signed Mason Rudolph, I thought we'd take a look across the league at some of the backups and situations in quarterback rooms around the league. And, you know, no matter what, you know, we've talked about this before, we, you know, the, the rankings of the starting quarterbacks and things of that nature, we've, we've gone over those and where mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett ranks in that hierarchy. But I think when you start looking at the two and three, boy, do the Steelers have a big edge there. Huge. So I, I do want to go around the league, but I want to preface this too. Is I, I'm sure listeners are tired of this story, but every year about this time of year, when I was at ESPN for ten straight years, when there was what wasn't much content, hey Matt, rank the thirty-two quarter the backup quarterbacks one to thirty-two. Ugh, I hated it. I mean, it was bad because first of all, it's hard. Some teams you don't know exactly who the starter, who the backup is, is the rookie the starter, whatever. But I mean, the problem why I hated it was once you get past ten. It's like junk, junk versus Versus upside. You know, these guys are all terrible. The the Allen's not named Josh. Rank them. Like, ugh. I mean, they're all the same. They all stink. You know. I mean, it's. I I can't win with any of these guys. I mean, Colt McCoy's ten, and he's terrible. You know what I mean? Like, right. So it's eye opening when you actually see it on paper, and. We, as we talked about last segment, having three or having any quarterback that can even get you out of a game, let alone start and win, is an asset. And I thought the draft sort of showed us this, too. So I thought the non-young Stroud, Richardson, Levis, Hooker quarterbacks would go late, you know, sixth round. Well, there was a crazy run on them in the fourth. Jake Hayner, Stetson Bennett, Aiden O'Connell, Clayton Toon. Dorian Thompson Robinson, Sean Clifford, who can't play at all, Jerron Hall. These guys all got drafted in the fourth and fifth rounds because the league said 69 starting quarterbacks played last year. And everyone's thinking, oh, they're trying to get the next Brock Purdy. No, they're trying to get the next Mason Rudolph who can get them out of a game that you know that, that is better and is cheap. It's cheap. And I think cheap, the cheap part is and, and I wonder how many of these teams this year keep three quarterbacks. Because that's not been you – know, we've seen that trending the re- the other direction. Oh, we're just going to keep two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point where about half the teams in the league were only keeping two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that happens now. Right. I mean, obviously, the the, the bigger practice squads make it – Well, and the, f- the fact you could call two guys up every game and mm-hmm. expand your game day roster to 55, why wouldn't you have three quarterbacks on your roster? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I do it's think just- there'll be more quarterbacks getting paychecks this year than there were last year. So let's just uh, we'll start with the AFC North since that's where the uh, Steelers play with the Ravens. This according this all all according to our lads. You got Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley, Anthony Brown, Nolan Henderson. So do you want to do it this way? Like, let's take the starters out of the equation. Okay. Would you trade Steelers with Team X? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's no way I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't care if Tyler Huntley was named to the Pro Bowl last year or not. He's not right. a Pro Bowl player. In fact, he stinks. 
I think Mitch is better than him. I think the league, the league showed us that this, this off season, Tyler Huntley was a restricted free agent and would have cost nothing for anybody to sign. Exactly. I mean, nobody signed him in a quarterback starved league. Nobody signed him. He stinks. I mean, people out there with 50, a hundred thousand Twitter followers that do this for a living suggested just let Lamar walk and use that money (laughs) on other things and make Huntley your starter. There's not much of a drop off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. (laughs) He stinks. Uh, So no, I would not trade the Steelers uh, quarterback room for that one. And this is Uh, not even the worst quarterback backup situations in the league in Baltimore. It's not even a worst one in the the division. (laughs) Right. 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 Uh, Okay. So moving on to the Bengals. Trevor Simeon and Jake Browning. So, like, Simeon to me is kind of like I talked about to start the segment. Like, he's better than the Allens they had, whatever Allen they had that's not Josh. But, but he's a 15-ish. I'd say he's 15-ish, but he's not even 32, and he's Trevor freaking Simeon. I mean, he's not good. Yeah, nobody's nobody was banging Trevor Simeon's door down. I no. wouldn't trade the Steelers room for that. I wouldn't no. trade. I wouldn't trade Mason Rudolph right now for Trevor Simeon. I was about to say the exact same thing. I would not either. Like Trevor Simeon, I, there's nothing there. I mean, he's been I given about, chances to start, and he stunk. Frankly, since he should have signed Rudolph. Yeah. I don't, I, I, whatever. Whatever. Uh, yeah. I, I don't get it. Uh, for the, the Browns, Josh Dobbs, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, and Kellen Mond. So not all backup quarterback situations are created equal. I really like the Dorian Thompson Robinson pick because your your starter is a seventy million dollar guy. You know right. they, they can't have a Trubisky. I mean they just can't. So for the way they're structured, I like their room. And we mentioned all those draftable dudes, Clayton Toon, all those guys. They at least have upside. Their story isn't written. You know Trevor Simeon's story is written. You know it's written, and you're in the final chapter. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're wrapping right. things up. <laughs> but no way would I trade the Browns backups for the Steelers, but I understand how they're doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. There's at least a plan in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, obviously, I, the Steelers have the best backup situation in the AFC North. And spoiler, it might be the best in the league. I mean, it it very the- well might. We'll, we'll move on yeah. to the AFC East. For the Bills behind Josh Allen is Kyle Allen and Matt Barkley. Wow. I mean, like Matt Barkley's still getting a paycheck, which is amazing. What's he 10 years in never plays makes him over a million dollars a year. I mean, Holy smokes. And Kyle Allen stinks. He's one of the Allens. I don't remember their first name guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so no, wouldn't trade that one Mm-mm. for the, for the, the dolphins. And this one's just amazing to me. Yeah. Mike white, Skylar Thompson, James Blackman. If so, Mike if Mike White had started for the Seattle Seahawks those those five or six games over the last two years as a spot starter, does anybody give a flying crap about Mike White? Right. And but no, he he played New York, and so uh, you know he didn't even win. He didn't get him in the end zone. Okay, he threw for three hundred yards. Big deal. I think he had a 400-yard game when everyone learned who he was. You know, I mean, I got to pick him up in fantasy. I mean, he's he's a, the, the Jets have found the next Tom Brady, you know. I mean, all this obscene stuff. And if you recall, 
that was against the Bears defense that had just traded Roquan and, <laughs> and, and Quinn had no talent whatsoever, and he played a good game. Great. But to the – I'm not – I mean, by no means am I saying Mike White – oh, the Dolphins are set. He's still one of the better backups that we're going to talk about. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I mean, he Teddy, might be Teddy Bridgewater's head. better, and you, I mean, neither one yeah. of us love Teddy Bridgewater. I'm a little shocked that they didn't do that route. But I'll take Teddy Bridgewater as my backup. Especially with two his injury history? Absolutely. I mean, you're, you're a team that is – in it to win it, mm-hmm. given the trades that you've made, given the money that you're paying out, and you're going to go into this season behind a quarterback who contemplated retirement in the offseason yeah. because of concussion issues with Mike White. That's what and, you're going to – that's your plan. And two is It's on- almost like – if you remember the, the situation in, in the Batman movie where the, where the, the uh, Wayne Enterprises employee was going was gonna to blackmail Bruce Wayne. He said, "You and Morgan Freeman's character sitting there and says, okay, so your premise is that your multi-billion dollar boss is, is Batman who works outside of the, and your idea is that you're going to blackmail this guy and you think that's a good idea? Like, yeah, you're going to blackmail <laughs> Logan Roy, who also is <laughs> the best MMA fighter in the world. Good plan. <laughs> yeah i mean i just i, I don't get it and not uh, the best who is not making watson money yet right or, right oh, he's cheap sign bridgewater for one year deal or somebody like that you know i don't get it I but either. not my team i wouldn't trade the steelers room for that one no 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 the patriots have bailey zappy trace mcsorley and mike pursued a favorite malik cunningham hmm so Zappy's a clear two, and yeah. maybe we'll give him. He, um, he's not for me. Trust me. I mean, he's Mike no. White. Be very he's, honest with you. I mean, he may even be Duck Hodges. He might know. be Duck Hodges. Yes, but in the world of backups, you could do a lot worse. Trace McSorley stinks. So, oh right, right, right. Yeah, these guys are cool. Uh, so no, that's a no. For the Jets, Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, Chris Streveler. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no. As awful as Wilson's been, if if I had to do the ESPN rankings, I would probably put him high because maybe his book isn't written yet. Maybe. I mean, but boy, he's been hideous. Yeah. And Tim Boyle, Chris Streveler? Right, right, right. I mean, yuck. Very, yuck. Yuck, yuck. I mean, they wouldn't make the Steelers. Uh, in the AFC South for the Houston Texans, you got Davis Mills and Case Keenum. That's really good. That's a really good room. I and, wouldn't and, trade the Steelers' well, room yeah. for it, but that's a really – I mean, there's there's some experience yeah. in that room. Yeah, and Mills' story might not be totally written yet. You know, like, okay. He I may have think it is. <laughs> I mean, I think it's basically written. It's not a an award-winning novel, but it's – you know, he may have a Gardner Minshew career where he – Ryan Fitzpatrick career. Yeah, but that would be one that's that's comparable to what the Steelers have. Yeah, they got three NFL quarterbacks. I still like the Steelers better. Yes. But I would take Trubisky over both their backups. Yes. Yeah. Uh, For the Colts, right now they list Gardner Minshew as the starter, which is probably going to be the case to start the season. So it's Anthony Richardson and Sam Ellinger. I'm going to call Minshew the backup, though. I mean, if you draft the first-round quarterback, whoever the incumbent should be called the backup. You know what I mean? 
Eh, I, I just I'm, I'm based on what they're saying. They have no plans to start him out of the gate. So, I mean, that's what makes the writing the article hard is like for the sake of the conversation, I would call it Minshew because yeah, I'll trade Trubisky and Rudolph for the fourth pick in the draft and see what is, happens in his life. But I mean, I still think this, st- if we're basing yeah. it on what they are right now, a guy right. who has never played in the NFL, got talent. There's no doubt, right, but he's right. never played a game in the NFL versus guys who have, even if it's, you know, the, the track, put it this way, both both Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph have winning records as starters in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So I would get the argument that, oh, I'd take Anthony Richardson, but Sam Ellinger's involved in that as well. <laughs> right, right. Ellinger's not good. <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> I mean, what clouds this, though, is would I rather win a game with Anthony Richardson or Mitch Trubisky right now? Trubisky. But I can't trade Mitch Trubisky for a first-round pick. I could trade Anthony Richardson for – he's worth more. Right, right. You know what I mean? But if if my starter goes down and i got to play four games, which one do I feel better about? Today, it's the Steelers. Yeah. That's why I would put Minshew as the backup because I the plan is for Richardson to be the starter, whether it is on opening day or not. Okay, so let, let's have the conversation then. Would you take Min, Minshew over – basically, it's Minshew for Trubisky-Rudolph. Because, right, because Ellinger, Ellinger doesn't – Ellinger's awful. He's fourth by a mile. Um, I'm a big Minshew fan. So, Rudolph would be third, but he's way better than Ellinger. So, I give the Steelers the nod. I'm not sure who one and two are. I think they're very comparable. Yeah. I like I think that I think the Colts told us a lot, though, by not – maybe the, even the league told us a little bit about what it feels about Minshew. Oh, he's a placeholder. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's what he's viewed as now, much the same way that the Steelers viewed Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Similar situation to a year ago. Steeler plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Jaguars behind Trevor Lawrence is CJ Beathard and somebody named Nathan Rourke. I was gonna say, I don't even know. No relation to Mickey. I think I, I've never heard of that guy. That's about as bad as it gets. C.J. Beathard is not good. No. His grandfather was a good GM, but C.J. <laughs> still in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the Titans. This is another tough one. Will Levis and Malik Willis. I don't know how to judge that. I, I don't either. I didn't love what – well, first of all, I didn't love Levis as a, as a prospect. Me either. But um, for the second round, I, I – Give them. I, the, I look at Willis much the same way I kind of looked at Richardson, although Richardson is a much better athlete. Yeah, but the ups, the, the, you know, you're you're drafting those guys on potential, right? More well, so I mean, than what they did on the field. They told us a lot about what they think of Willis down the stretch when they were playing Dobbs and trading up for you know Levis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Willis does not look like a hit, or is a year away still from being a year away. But in terms of this conversation that's a promising quarterback backup room yeah you know it, it's but not. the cha- much like the situation with Gardner Minshew mm-hmm. at some point this season Will Levis replaces Ryan Tannehill probably right right, right. but it's not Simeon it's not one of the Allens you know, right it's not, you know but you know yeah uh moving on to the Broncos Jared Stidham that's not Jared- bad 
Jarrett Guantano or how a Garantino or Contano and Ben Denucci. I mean, we've seen very little of Stidham, but it wasn't bad. And the second free agency opened, they went and got him and paid him a decent buck. So that's a top 10 backup situation. The third guys are third and fourth guys are awful. I don't think I'd trade Stidham for Trubisky, though. No. Uh, For the Chiefs, Blaine Gabbert, Shane Bouchelle, and Chris Oladikon. Pretty bad. Really bad. Yeah, really I can't believe Blaine Gabbert's still getting a paycheck. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, this guy still has is getting paid. That's amazing. Speaking of which, the Raiders. Brian Hoyer. Aiden O'Connell and Chase Garbers. So Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Did you did you or did you not recruit Brian Hoyer in college? He wanted to be a Pitt Panther, and we took Flacco <laughs> with that. He was a very good player at St. Ignatius. He was also a good pitcher. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously buddies with Belichick and Brady and the Patriot guys, and seems to have a job being the coach, player coach. For as long as he wants. <laughs> wow. And so they draft O'Connor hoping that he can be the next Hoyer. You know yeah. what I mean? Wow. Oh, my God. But, wow. I mean, I'm looking here at the Chargers. Ooh, I don't even know their backup. Uh, that would be the great Easton Stick. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Backed up by Max Dugan. Yeah, late pick. Are you kidding me? That's pretty rough. And they're not paying Justin Herbert yet. Yeah, right, right. That's criminal. That's really criminal, like, last year and the year before. You know, like, give me at least a Chad Henney or a Hoyer or somebody that can at least mentor the young guy. Or, you know, give me something that's... Like, that would be a landing spot for Teddy Bridgewater had they not tried to kill Teddy Bridgewater (laughs) a few years ago by sticking a needle into his his lung. (laughs) That was Tyrod Taylor. That was Tyrod Taylor. I'm sorry, Tyrod Taylor. Well, either way, so Teddy Bridgewater was talking to Tyrod and said, hey, you don't want to go there as the backup. They tried to kill me. <laughs> That's a dangerous job. Being the That's why their backup's name is Easton Stick, because they're going right. to stick something in his lung. That's, right. Right. That's, That's an awful hideous, backup situation. Backup situation. How could they not have been interested in Mason Rudolph? That whole division is bad. That's not wow. terrible. Yeah, terrible. We'll flip over to the NFC. Uh, so for Dallas, you got Cooper Rush and Will Greer. Cooper Rush might be in my top 10. I mean, again, some of these are such small sample size, but he didn't stink for four games. He didn't stink. Right. Uh, Will Greer does. Will Greer's struck. He's still in the league. Yeah. Um, but I'll still I'll still take Trubisky yes. over Cooper Rush. I mean, Rush versus Rudolph's a conversation, not versus Trubisky. Yeah. Uh, for the Giants, it's Tyrod Taylor and Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito played about nine years in college. Who I don't know anything about him. He started at Syracuse. It seemed like he played like nine games at Syracuse against Pitt. I'm just picturing. And then last year, he, I think he was at Illinois. <laughs> I just picture him as a young Danny DeVito in the, <laughs> in the, in the cage yelling. No, they're about the same size. So. Tyrod's a top 10 guy, I guess. Tyrod's, yeah, as far as backups go, is not awful. Right, right, right. Good movement guy, kind of mimics Jones. Okay, I can live with that. I'd take Mitch over him. Uh, The Eagles. 
Marcus Mariota, Ian Book, and Tanner McKee. They usually actually pay a guy. I wonder if they still will with the Hertz contract going forward. Um, because you know, Minshew is a decent pickup. I mean, Mariota versus Mitch is about the same. I'll be honest. I like, I've given Mariota too much of the benefit of the doubt over his career. I mean, that I think the league told us a lot about Mariota of the guys that like started the season as a starting opening day quarterback. He was about as bad as there was last year. He was pretty bad. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Um, Washington. This is actually one that I actually like. Jacoby mm-hmm. Brissett, Jake Fromm, Tim Demaret. Yes. The problem think- with that one is, is their starter. Like, right, right, right. Jacoby Brissett's going to be Washington's starter at some point this year. I would bet. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a true quarterback battle. You know, and if it's yeah. a tie, they'll give it to the young guy. Yeah, he might. Brissett might be their starter from day one. I think he's a. I think he's one of the best thirty-two on the planet. Yeah. So that one's better than the Steelers to me. Is it though? If Howell is the backup, no, probably not. I mean, he's played. He's only played one game. Right. I mean, I, I'm still intrigued with the guy, and as are they. But Brissett has a lot of value in this conversation to me. Yeah. For Chicago, P.J. Walker, Nathan Peterman, and Titus Tyson Bajan. Nathan Peterman's still getting an NFL check. Right. And these guys aren't even on rookie drills anymore. That's horrible. Yuck. Yuck. I mean, especially with a running quarterback. I mean, I mentioned the Eagles spend money on a backup quarterback because their quarterback takes a beating. I mean, Fields is going to take a beating. Yeah. Even the most cap space in the league. Go get Teddy. Um. For the Detroit Lions, Nate Sudfeld, Hendon Hooker, Adrian Martinez. It's awful, but I mean, it's awful for Hooker probably won't even be active. You know, that's the problem with that room is that Hooker's probably doesn't play much this year, if at all. So if if Jared Goff goes down, Nate Sudfeld is not winning. Like all this hope that the Lions have goes out the window. Right, right. Nate Sudfeld doesn't win you any games. This is where it screws things up, though. Like, you'd like to have Hendon Hooker in your room, though. I mean, like, he has... Oh, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't help me for a while. This takes us to what I believe is the worst quarterback room in the league, the Green Bay Packers. I'm trying to think who their backups even are. Jordan Love is your starter. Sean Clifford and Danny Etling. I thought Clifford was the worst draft pick of the entire draft. Right now, he's the number two quarterback for the Green Bay Packers behind a guy who's got two career starts or whatever Jordan Love has. See, I don't think Teddy's this way, but this was always the case with, like, Cam Newton. Like, you don't want to bring that guy, like a Cam Newton that's a big figure that was once an MVP and a star into that room, which is why I think, like, Carson Wentz is still available. Yeah. But you got to do something. You can't just say Clifford's your back. Sean Clifford was not a good college quarterback. No, I mean, he was a hard watch at Penn State. Like, I don't get that room at all. I didn't understand the draft pick at all. Right, that makes little sense to me. Not to mention that that organization, and I say that because their GMs really haven't changed all that much. And even when Rodgers was there and during the, the Favre era, they would draft Hasselbeck, Brunel. Like, they always kept bringing in late-round guys. And yeah. they had good backups all the time. Not anymore. No. 
for the Vikings, it's Nick Mullins and Jaron Hall. Pretty rough. Pretty rough. Pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, for the Falcons, it's Taylor Heineke, Logan Woodside, and Austin Allen. Heineke's book is written, but that's probably a top 10 group. I'd rather have Mitch. Yeah. Uh, for the Panthers, it is Andy Dalton and Matt Corral. I'm going to say that's one of the best. Yeah. I mean, you got a guy that's won a, lot, a bunch of games in the NFL. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who and knows about Corral, too? I think and he's backing up the young guy. He can, You know, yeah. Andy Dalton can serve as a mentor for Bryce Young. Okay. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes sense. No, I like it. Yeah. That's one of the best. For that's the Saints. Yeah, that's that's how you do it. Right. 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 For the Saints, it is Jameis Winston and Jake Hayner. I still maybe I can't quit Winston. You can't get quit Jameis. I know. But that's a pretty good room. I don't know any clue what Winston is anymore. They traded up for Hayner, though, who was one of my favorites of those third tier guys. Well, that just tells me they're not gonna they're not re signing Winston after this year. I was shocked he came back. Yeah. Uh Remember when I said Washington was the or, or Green Bay were the worst quarterback rooms? Oh, there's always worse. Tampa Bay might be worse. Their starters stink too. Behind Baker Mayfield is Kyle Trask and John Wolford. Brutal. I mean, I think yeah. Trask is almost to the point now where I know where he is. I mean, I know he hasn't played a lot of NFL starts, but I don't think it's a howl situation where they're hoping they caught lightning in a bottle. No, this isn't even Jordan Love sitting around waiting for uh you know, waiting for a retirement. This this was Kyle Trask, and they said, you know what, Kyle, we don't think you're the guy. We're going to go sign Baker Mayfield. Right, 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 right. Said and no, and no only the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and Trask could last in the league forever, especially if he doesn't have to play. Yeah. Uh, for the Arizona Cardinals, they're carrying five quarterbacks because their starter is hurt. Mm-hmm. So how do we want to look at that? Right now, it's Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy, Clayton Toon, Jeff Driscoll, and David Blau. I think you call Kyler the one. Okay. Colt McCoy is going to start the season at quarterback for them, likely. Likely, yes. Yuck. And I bet Clayton Toon plays at some point. At some point, because you're not going anywhere with Colt McCoy. Right. Might as well and figure out what Clayton Toon is. Right. When they're one and seven and Kyler's still not back, throw Toon in. Yeah, I mean, Colt McCoy is a perfect example of that guy's a multimillionaire. He's played like 20 career games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for the <laughs> this Ram situation is yeah. yuck. Yeah. Uh, behind Matthew Stafford is Stetson Bennett, Brett Ripien, and Dresser Wynn. I mean, how we opened the segment, those mid-round Clayton Toon, Stetson Bennett's. I bet Stetson Bennett plays this year. More than likely. And he, you know. He's, he he does have plenty of like eight years of college experience. So right, right, right. But he, <sighs> you know, San Francisco. I'm gonna behind, call that number one. Behind Brock Purdy is Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, and Brandon Allen. I'm sorry, I'm not with you on that. I don't know what Trey Lance is, and neither does the league. That's why nobody made an offer for him. And he's he's been available the entire offseason. And nobody has has banged on San Francisco's door and said, yeah, we'll give you a third-round pick for that guy or a second-round pick. Nobody wants to because he hasn't played football in his life. 
I know. He's an athlete who's thrown 300 passes in the last six years. I don't know if he's good either. And it's kind of like talking about Jordan Love a year ago. But I'd trade Mitch and Rudolph for Lance. I would not. I, I knew we were going to fight. I didn't, I didn't like him coming out. I don't like right. him anymore now based on what I've seen of him in the end. He's a 50% completion percentage guy. That's like, what he is. I wouldn't do it for Malik Willis or Corral. I mean, some of these young guys that I don't know about, but I'll do it for the second overall pick. I wouldn't do it for Wilson. See, I don't. Uh, would any other team have taken him second overall? We're just assuming that the, that the 49ers knew something that everybody else didn't. But he wouldn't have fallen past 10 where Fields went. I mean, I, don't know. I liked Fields a lot more. I like Fields more, too. I mean, I thought I Fields falling to 10 was criminal. I did, too. And I would have taken him at two, frankly. I think we both would have. We were doing the drive then. I mean, Lawrence yeah. was. We both, that, that's who we, right. you know, would pick there. Trey yeah. Lance. Again, 250 career college passes. Oh, I know. The reason, I mean, part of the reason I would put them one in the backup world, though, is Darnold's one of those 10. I mean, Darnold's a good guy. I back. suppose, yeah. I'd rather have Brissett, but Darnold to me is, I mean, Darnold versus Mitch is at least a conversation. Like if Baker, Mayf- if Baker Mayfield was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers backup. Right, right, right. Would you rather have Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield? Mayfield. Okay. But so, I mean, Darnold's not Darnold's not great. No, no, no. But in compared to Simeon and Allen and you know the names we've mentioned for the last twenty minutes, he's pretty great. <laughs> yes, I, I mean that's yes. that's a good way to end it. That's how bad things are, and that's why it's great to have Mitch and and Rudolph. Well, we're not quite done yet. We got one more: the Seattle Seahawks, who have Drew oh. Locke and Holton Ailers. I actually think that's a top 10 one. But again, how do I? <laughs> I mean, some of these dudes, Lance is the best example. I have no idea how to rate them. And Locke I have is- no idea. I have no, I, I have no idea what Trey Lance is. I have an idea what I think he is. And he hasn't played at all in the NFL to the little that I've seen in the NFL. Like, was Trey Lance's game tape remarkably better than that of Malik Willis? It was better. It was was better. it was Pretty it remarkable, was it remarkably better? I mean, they neither one played against Greg. We're talking about college. I'm talking about last year. Or, the, or the, the, the the games that they have played in the NFL. The time they've been on the field. Yeah, I'm trying to. I mean, we can fight about Lance all day, but I do remember he played one game in a swamp last year that they lost to the Bears. That was like seven to six or something crazy. Right. And then he got hurt the next game, which I mean, doesn't help his cause, but I mean, we were ending on Seattle. That, that's where I was going with this. So like, I know who drew Locke is more than I do Willis or Lane. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I, it's I not great backup because maybe his story isn't written. And, yeah. He's still young enough that, you know, right. it's the same reason why we looked at, we looked at the Steelers signing Trubisky last year. Well, I mean, three years ago, he was the second overall pick in the draft. The difference yeah, yeah. the difference between Trubisky and Lance, Trubisky played a lot. Right, right, right. I mean, there was plenty of game tape, at least. You know, it wasn't all good, of course. And Locke is closer to that. Like, I could see whenever you're negotiating with the Broncos for Russell Wilson, 
we want Locke in the deal, you know. Yeah, we'll take a chance on the upside. We'll bring him to camp. He's cheap. And this time last year, it was Locke and Gino are going to go head to head. And we don't know who's even going to be the starter. Right. I mean, man, that's not a huge feather in Locke's cap, but I'll take him over Simeon. McCoy. I'll take him over Nick Mullins, <laughs> Sean <laughs> <Right>. Clifford. Yeah. <laughs> 20 of the names we listed. Yeah, so. I will take him over Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston. Right, 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 right. You know, but, okay. Right. At least he might be good. I yes. know many of those guys will never be good. But if, if we're simply looking at number threes across the league? Steelers are easily number one. Well, maybe the Niners or some weird team like that. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mason Rudolph's right there, you know. And on a lot of teams, he would be the number two. He's better than half the twos. Yeah, so. I mean, Anyways. why is he a tag? I no idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like he's super expensive. Yeah. Again, maybe he just, it, 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 there's all kinds of stuff that goes on behind the scenes there that, you know, maybe he didn't want that situation. Right, 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 right. Or maybe he was holding out for a multi-year deal, whatever it may be. I mean, it's not like guy or has an injury either. You right. Know? Uh, you can subscribe now to The Drive. Every episode we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this.